um, especially if they're interested in the same thing as you. So I met a lot of people through societies as well, especially the ones that I joined in second year. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it took you a while. Like it took, it took years to yeah. like, get into it. And Victor, what about you? What um, I was very lucky. Yeah. Um, I kind of well, one, I was super like keen on making new friends as well, and like really throwing myself out there. But I, I as a part of my scholarship program, I was able to meet a lot of people, mm. and so I kind of got put in as I was put into a system where I was able to meet new people, and yeah. that was I was really lucky to be able to find new friends that way. Um, so. I had a relatively easy, easier time compared mm. to other people when it came to making friends because mm. in a similar way to societies, you, you, you put yourself in an environment where you can meet new people and then that's how you make friends. Mm. Um, I was just kind of forced into that. With the scholarship yeah. program, yeah. And I feel like when you put it, because I think what it comes down to is societies, we talk about societies, you were talking about the scholarship thing. When you put yourself in smaller groups of people, I think it's a little bit easier. Do you guys think so? Oh, yeah. 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 Rather than being in a lecture theatre with 100 people and you don't know what's yeah. up. Yeah. Um, which I totally agree with. And did you find parties and events-wise? So we were just talking about this. But I, the other thing, especially in Australia, we have like a big party culture, especially once you're 18 plus. <laughs> um, to, yeah, and like I think a lot of people expect that at uni. Is that the same in the UK, do you think? Yeah, yeah. there's like a big... A big emphasis on like partying, drinking, which I don't really personally enjoy, but I found a way to like make going out at night fun, even though I'm like teetotal and don't drink. Like, I found a group of friends through a society in like second year, so it took time, but that would go out with me and I'd have fun like with no alcohol. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's about normalizing the fact that you can not drink alcohol and have fun. Mm. Personally, it's it's good. It's really good. Don't get hungover. <laughs> it is good. And you guys, was it like the same as what you thought it would be? Or was it more intense or less intense? Or it, I thought it was less intense, not as intense as I thought it would be. Um, but I was, it took me a while to warm up to it. So like mm. probably for the first six, seven months of um, uni, I was very like, oh, I don't really want to like drink too much. I don't want to party too much. Like, a lot of it is, like, you live at home, and so I can't really stumble home. <laughs> like, collapse into my bed without my parents going, yeah. what the hell was that? Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, but it, it kind of, I kind of, like, grew into it a little bit more mm. after a while. Uh, but, yeah, I think in general, I didn't think it was that big. Um, mainly the people, like, you surround yourself with, that, like, kind of dictates the, the mm. environment um, and, like, the, the vibe. Mm. So. Mm. what do you think? Personally, I didn't attend too many parties in uni um, during my first year, but I've been to one or two. But I think um, one thing would be like distance is a big issue as well, since like I live like pretty far away from uni, so it would be pretty difficult coming home late yeah, at night. That's yeah. true. And then it was sort of different to what I expected as well, because um, I don't think I've been to a party like as big as I would have seen in my uni, because. Uh, <laughs> With a lot of people there, considering <laughs> yeah. like the population of our uni. So yeah, it was quite different from what I expected, actually. Yeah, that at all. And Sam, what did you feel? Um, the uni that I went to was uh, quite a small cohort of people, so there was actually quite a big party culture in that lots of different societies would have parties, particularly at the start of the year. So um, I went to a lot of them because I like yeah I moved to state, didn't have any friends, so I yeah. I went to a lot of them. And I think the positive thing about uni parties, especially the ones around O-Week and around the very beginning of the year is that a lot of people are going 
again with the intention to make friends so if you are like mm. out to meet new people it's a good way to be in a, a room where you know everybody wants to talk like is in a social mood and it's a good way to then get to know people but obviously yeah like you can't make your entire uni life just about partying because it's yeah. unsustainable as well and i think sometimes like the people that you meet during like the first few weeks like they won't necessarily be your friends for like the rest of your time at uni. Oh, yeah. Like I met you met you meet so many people during those events and like you think like you feel kind of overwhelmed, but you just got to remember like you'll find the people that you're like most comfortable with like over time. Exactly. Yeah. It's not unlikely yeah. the first people yeah, you meet exactly. to be your best friends. Yeah. But it's still, I guess, for but me, it's, still, it's nice to have yeah. somebody. You know, yeah. Exactly. To, yeah. Yeah. So I enjoy uni parties. To bounce off the leaves. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. I mean, all the social events tend to be things where you you meet people and then that's like a springboard. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and like the thing kind of related to parties, but like like New South Wales, they're very, um, I feel like people get more into the camps and retreats that like societies hold. Um, Maybe because we all live at home. And so when you take everybody in, like you put them in somewhere where yeah, is with a bunch of people and you can kind of, it's enough people that you can mingle and meet new people, but it's not enough that you feel super overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was that was a big part of first year, I think, for me. Mm-hmm. I think the springboard thing is really right in that, like, this might not be your best friend, but they know someone yeah. who knows someone. Eventually, you yeah. find your people, and eventually you find the people you get along with best as well. Yeah. yeah. Uma, were you going to say something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think as Sam was saying, it's good to meet people because you can meet other people yeah. through them as mm-hmm. well. And the person, the people who you meet at first don't necessarily have to be the ones that you're closest with or you yeah. click with. Yeah. But I think, like, orientation camps as well, and, like, they're, like, a great way as well. And especially if you know people going there with you already, you'll feel, like, a lot more comfortable mm-hmm. like, with meeting new people. Yeah, and that's what I want to talk about, because if Sam and Holly stayed on campus or yeah. at uni, so away from home, yeah. whereas um, Uma, Victor, and I, we live at home, and the camps thing is, did you guys go on, you probably, did you guys go on any camps? Sad. No. No, because you were already like, yeah, as long as you're like, yeah. <laughs> Which I walked yeah. five minutes to your bed. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> a camp for your degree. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> Which I feel like for the three of us, that's like something special to be able yeah. to be with like a lot of people from your uni and your degree for a period of time where there's like no family and anything around. Yeah. Um, have you guys been on any? Because you've gone yeah, I went yeah. to a couple of university. And how was that experience um, for you? Th- I went to one maybe three weeks into uni, and that oh, was wow. like that was very. Um, it was a weekend, and like that was when like oh like I don't know anybody, and like we're really desperately trying to meet new people, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like throwing myself out there. Um, uh, but then the, the second one that I went to was like in the middle of the year, in between the two semesters. The, yeah. That one was like I had already kind of developed a, somewhat of a friend group. I mean, like a, a big part of our group went to that camp, so it was more like a bonding experience versus like meeting new people, um, and they were both quite like intense as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I've personally never been to any, but I think they're quite good in a way because um, for like course specific camps, like a lot of your cohort would go to like the first year camps as well, and they would be the same like familiar faces that you would be seeing for the next year. That's true. Like I know law camp. But I didn't actually go on it, but people that did go on it, they seem to at least know people in the cohort, and like, because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know anyone, it's like people just kind of like get in groups, and even though that might not be your best friend, they might not be your best friend, um, you know some people in your group. Yeah. But as someone who didn't go on a law camp in a relatively smaller degree, I just want to say like you don't have to go on the camps, like, Absolutely, yeah. yeah, and 
And I, I live at home, I didn't go on the cam, and while everyone was on the cam, I was like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah, so like, everyone's like making their best friends for life, yeah. and I'm gonna be the one knowing nobody yeah. in this degree. And which is not true. Which is not true, and mm. especially, I think it's important to remember that if you can't go on the cam, or you don't want to, for whatever reason, it's not the end of the world. And it's important, like what Sam said earlier about it being not sustainable. Like these are yeah. these are one offs. These are like opportunities, but it's not everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like if you just keep going to camps and you keep meeting people and you don't talk to them after the camp, there's no point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the big part about it is like you see people and then at like a party or event or at, or in class and then outside you'll walk past them and be like, oh, like I remember you. Yeah. Um, whereas if you go to a camp. And you spend three days with people, but then afterwards you don't talk to them ever again. There's no point. Yeah, that's so, true. And if you're like, if you don't want to go to camp because you're anxious about it or you think you're not going to enjoy it, then you're not going to make any friends there anyway. If you do go, because you're not going to be yourself, you're going to be stressed and you're going to be yeah. upset. So it's not worth having a bad three days. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Because you're, yeah, you're not putting your best foot forward that's anyway. True. So if you're not going to enjoy it, don't feel like you have to go. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're too out of your comfort zone, it might be like a negative experience for you as well. Mm. I know like some of the camps can be pretty full on. Yeah, I had a yeah, lot of friends who kind of struggled with that. Yeah, account, yeah. They, they couldn't handle it, and they, they some people will react negatively. Mm -hmm. Other people kind of revel in it, but like yeah. some yeah. people, they, they, they can't. It's not that thing. Yeah. that's fine. Like, but they they're doing perfectly fine. They've got their own friends that they met through other ways, and yeah, it's not a problem. Yeah, and I think find out about the camp you're going to as well. Like, just a little bit of information, because I know at uh, some of the camps they don't separate like girls and boys dorms whatsoever like everyone just sleeps on whatever bed and to some people that's really that they find that super uncomfortable girls and boys just like mm. people in general and so just find out those little things because that makes people really anxious for two nights and yeah. they can't sleep and whatnot so it's, i think also talk to people who've been on the camps maybe not like the leader of the camp because they're obviously going to be on it but yeah yeah but someone improves it if you can um because i think that's really helpful to get like a because I missed little camp and I talked to someone and they were like, oh, it's fine. Like, you don't need to panic that you didn't go. And that really helped me. So mm -hmm. that's like a bit of advice if you can find someone. And I guess we, on social life, have you guys, or did you guys, because you two and you guys are you, managing your social life as well as you want to? Or do you feel like there was room to improve or there is room to improve? Or what do you feel about that? Because I find that sometimes I'm like overdoing the social stuff. And then sometimes I'm not doing anything for like, like at one term at uni for seven weeks, I basically didn't do anything. And one of my friends had a birthday party and that was the first thing, I'd, fun thing I'd done in like seven weeks. Mm. So, um, and that was a bit of like, oh my gosh, I haven't done anything fun, right? And I haven't balanced it properly. So do you guys feel that that happens and how do you deal with it? Or if that happened for you two? I think it's, that's a difficult question to answer because like, not going to social things isn't bad if it's what you wanted yeah. like if you had other priorities like i went through like a good like six seven months where i didn't really go out like, i only went out like two or three times but that's because i was like just working i had like other priorities i was like trying to study and um, handling other personal stuff so but so i had no issues about that like i, I didn't really like feel fun where i was like oh god everybody's partying all the time i should be there but um yeah, yeah it's only a bad thing if um it's not what if it's what you want and you Yeah, I think it's so personal. It depends yeah. on what you prioritize. Whether like academia is really important to you, or whether you like carry a social life. I was quite lucky at uni that like 
because the way my course worked with it, it was 26 of us doing every class together wow. and that was it <laughs> yeah but like all the friends I made we had the exact same assessments we had the same thing so I could we could have a social event where we'd also like work on that assessment together or we yeah. and so we all had the same goals we knew like we wouldn't organize anything this week because we all have to hand in that assignment at the end of the week so I was lucky in that I found a pretty good balance between social life and then uni work as well yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really felt, I don't really feel like I've had any like obligation to go to like parties or yeah. anything if I feel like my social life isn't as good as I want it to be but I feel like um, I'm just comfortable with like talking to my friends over my phone or even like meeting up for like lunches and stuff or even yeah. seeing them in class I feel like like personally that's all right for me but yeah I feel like it really depends on like on person you are. Person yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah no I think it's really personal like yeah, I think you shouldn't regret anything as well. Like, just set your priorities from, like, yeah. day one and then, like, just do you. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it sounds easy when you just say, like, oh, you just need to know what your priorities yeah, are. And it's do hard. That. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like, but it's so easy, just two steps. But, um, <laughs> like, I, I don't know, like, I really struggled with that the first couple of years, yeah. like, first year, first year and a half, because I, um, I didn't really, like, I didn't feel the FOMO, but I, I, um, I kind of struggled with, like, oh, um, I was, I was swing, so I didn't really have a balance, so I, I'd go through like three, four months where I didn't really go out because I was just yeah. full, full on with like work or whatever, and then I'll um, cut down my hours and like I'll be like, oh, I'm not going to spend too hard this time, and then go out way too much, and then yeah. it, it kind of just keeps like oscillating, so yeah. a balance is really important, yeah. even though we just said that. Yeah. I feel like it takes a while to find your feet on that. Yeah. 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 What Uma said about like just getting like a quick lunch instead of like spending eight hours with the person yeah. is also yeah. a little bit weird. Like if you're in like a study season, just like yeah, on your study break, go get lunch with a friend instead mm -hmm. of like yeah, you have to spend all day with them, but you get a bit of social interaction while still getting to keep on top of everything you've yeah, got to get that's done. True. Yeah. That's a really good way of doing it as well. And I was gonna say something. What was I gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, finding your feet. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It takes a while to find like balance your priorities. And oh, the other thing I was gonna say is that uni. I feel like no one tells you what your priorities are. Yeah. There, there, there is no right and wrong. Oh, yeah. Right. And I feel like in school sometimes, especially like year eleven and twelve, we call that like HSC. What do you guys call it? Sixth yeah, form. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So in year twelve or sixth form, they like they tell you like your priority should be like getting the best you can or yeah. you know you have your parents telling you things and you have teachers telling you things and everyone's kind of doing similar stuff but then when you get to uni some people are like focusing on work and some people are focusing on like making use of friends and some people are studying really hard and I just felt like I didn't know what to do and then if I thought okay I want to focus on studying then I'd be like okay but then should I be focusing on finding really really like high level work or should I be focusing on making use of friends I don't know and I think to be confident in your priorities, it took me ages, it took me a year probably, like in my first year I was not confident in what I thought was right, mm. but there is no right, it's just yeah. what you think is right for you, and I just thought there was like a right thing to do, and yeah. there isn't. And also like they even change for you as well, like one day you might think like I want to focus on work, and the next day you can have a different opinion, yeah. and that's <laughs> okay as well. Yeah, 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 that's true, that's true as well. Um, yeah, I think one like thing for uni, uni students, like I think it's pointless searching for the right thing mm -hmm. or like yeah. the correct thing to just do. Just be confident in your decision. Because there is no correct thing to do and no one tells you. It's, everyone's like doing their own thing. You don't have to look to someone else for like yeah, exactly. what you should be doing. Yeah, and just because you're doing something different doesn't mean you're not going to be as successful yeah. or as 
yeah. and accomplish with them. Cool. Does anyone have anything to say about social life to wrap it up before I move on to academia and other more serious matters? Or have we covered what you guys wanted to? I guess I would also say, like, if you don't want to make friends at uni, that's also so okay. Like, you don't have <laughs> yeah, to if yeah, you don't yeah. want to. Like, because yeah, yeah. we're talking about societies, yada, 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 yada. But, like, if you just want to go and get a degree, just do it. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. That's so true. And some people just go to uni for that and then they just get a degree and they have their whole life, like, exactly. separate life out of uni. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. also so fun. Yeah, that's so true. And people come from different backgrounds as well. We have people, like, working heaps and doing couple of subjects, and you have the other way around. So, yeah. Anything else? Or have we. No. Yeah. I, I don't know. I still feel like it's important to have a little bit, even even if it's not your thing. Like you should kind of like this is an opportunity when you're moving into uni to kind of mm. push push yourself a little bit. Mm. Like I, I have a couple friends who really sat in that comfort zone when they entered uni, and they, they were like, mm. "Oh, like I, I'm perfectly happy with my circle. I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna step out." Mm. Um, but even if it's just meeting a couple people or like only talking to a couple people, and instead of like talking to every single person that you can possibly get your hands on. Um, even if it's just one or two people that you can meet, but you forge really strong relationships with, like that's really important mm-hmm. because this is an opportunity for you to like push your your comfort zone. So yeah, that's really true as well. Yeah, when we talk about academics and study, I guess we all did different degrees and the type of study we did is also also different. But was the workload what you expected? Was it more less? Did you expect to be studying as much as you did, or you didn't feel like you studied that much? What did you guys find? Um, I kind of, I read quite a lot about my course. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of did the wrong thing and looked on a lot of forums. People were like, don't choose this subject. And I was like, great, like two weeks <laughs> of starting this subject. Yeah. So I kind of knew, I was like kind of scaring myself, which was mm-hmm. the wrong thing to do. I kind of knew I was signing up for a lot of work. But at the same time, I really, I like knew I was there to work and like do other stuff. But yeah, I was there to study. Yeah, yeah. I was there to study. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys find that? Um, for me, I feel like coming from like high school where we had to study like like nonstop for like five days straight. I feel like um, I felt like uni was quite different in a way that like we could choose our own like subject timing. We didn't have to go like five days a week. Mm. So I felt like that kind of put me more in a relaxed mood and I didn't study as much as I should have or like it sort of ex- set my expectations kind of low. And I feel like um, the study was more like self-dictated in uni as well. I think it was a lot, a lot more self-learning, which I wasn't used to. So. Um. Mine, not very relatable. I did a really weird degree. Yeah. So, um, I, um, mine was mostly practical, uh, assessments. I didn't have much, like, study to do. I often have to sit down at a desk. But I guess what I found was, yeah, um, because of the practical stuff, it didn't feel like study, but you'd find yourself, like, at uni for so many more hours a day practicing than you, like, thought. So my contact hours, like, almost got, like, 15 more hours on top of them because of how much you had to practice, which I suppose is almost study in a way. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I guess it's one of those things where uni, it did take a lot more time than I thought it would. I spent a lot more time focusing on that, and I had a lot less free time than I thought I would, I suppose. But I got used to it. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I was a very high achiever in high school, so going <laughs> yes. from that into <laughs> That's true. Um, uni, I was, uh, like, I, I had already gotten into the, 
the grind of like um, in high school. So I was getting used to like studying hard every day all the time, and I kind of went into uni and went, okay, like because I was doing a very technical degree, so I had class every day. I had like something like twenty two hours of class a week or something oh like that. God. This was like first semester, so it was quite a lot. So I went, okay, like this is like high school. This is fine. So I'd study really hard every day, um, and then. I realized that it's not like a one-to-one, like however much you, yeah, like however much effort you put in is what you get out. No. Um, I kind of I, I I dumped like twenty hours of work into one assignment, and I got like like seventy something. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, it's good, but it's not like it's not what you would expect yeah. for like, you know, pouring an entire week of effort into one assignment. Um, and I, I very quickly realized that like yeah, it's easy to pass, but if you actually want to excel, it's not. It's not like a linear no, kind of that's so um, effort. That's so, yeah, I think I was super scared at the beginning, and then I started like easing off, um, which is kind of bad. Um, and my marks reflected that. So <laughs> yeah, but I, I like what you said about um, they're not so transparent with what they want. I think I did you find that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They're not. You come from school where you have like specifications, like kind of know what you should do to get the grade. Yeah, go to university. It's okay because you do learn from yeah. that still. Like mm-hmm. even if you feel as if you're like not doing as well as you should do, or you're like yeah. failing, like you're still learning from that. Like you do most of your learning when you like don't do as well, or you get that lower grade. Like yeah, I really found that uni, and I think you just got to get used to it because yeah, you'll learn from your mistakes. Yeah, 100%. and they they designed all of that like courses to re- kind of reflect that. Like they yeah. want you to be learning, even though like you you might be like kind of curving away from where they want you to go. Yeah. Um, like for any other people possibly doing pro- like computer science or software engineering, like this is super specific, but they, um, <laughs> in my introduction to programming course, they like, they make it so easy to pass, um, but then they, they put in like the most ridiculous um, questions right at the end for the people who like have prior experience, because a lot of people have been like programming since they're 10 years old or something. And so I, I remember in my final exam for my first course, I like, Got, I was feeling really good up until the 50% mark in my final exam. And I was like, oh, this is getting like, pretty hard. And I hit the last question. I was like, I don't know how to do this. Like, I've never seen anything like this before. I walk out and it turns out like it was like some like PhD level question. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, okay, like it, they designed, they, they knew that that was kind of the people coming in and like um, how you're going to like, sometimes even if you're never going to get it right, you're still going to learn. Mm. Yeah. And they, they kind of designed it to reflect that. Yeah. I feel like everyone's um, experience with like uni courses is so different as well. Like a lot of people can put in like so much effort into one assignment, like as Victor was saying, and then get the same mark as someone who put like basically no like work <laughs> into an assignment. So I really found it hard to like gauge the like difficulty of courses by like reading online forums and stuff or just hearing about it from my friends because they also change the course. I feel like every yeah. term as well. So I feel like my experiences were like really different to what I've heard. And it's like, I think you shouldn't really keep expectations yeah. of like the course you're studying as well. Yeah, that's yeah. so true as well. Like the comparison thing, when someone else gets like really good and you think you're getting more <laughs> of it. But firstly, you don't know how much effort other people put in. But secondly, like it's really annoying because I've had it happen so many times and I felt it's so, so annoying. It's very disheartening. Like, um, and it's disheartening to think like, oh, I could have been doing something else. Like, I could have just been having fun. Instead <laughs> of sitting at the computer and doing, yeah. So I totally, I totally understand that. Does anyone have anything else to say in academics or how that was 
at some point you realize that like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like if if you if you fail a course on the off chance that you actually do, you just take it again. Um and it doesn't really like I have a lot of friends who worry like oh like if I fail I have to push back my degree by a year. But it's like what what's a year in your whole life? Like mm. whatever. Oh no, I get more time to like have fun with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's another year of like just <laughs> doing whatever I want? Like, yeah, not working yeah. every day. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah it's it's not yeah. that big of a deal. A lot yeah. of people get really worked up about it, like, oh, like, I'm gonna, like, destroy my sleep, or I'm gonna destroy my health, my mental health, like, sacrifice everything just to, like, push over that, like, yeah. 75, but yeah. it's not worth it. Yeah, like, having finished now, like, the amount of time, like, not once do you think about what letter or number, like, it's literally a letter or number on a piece of paper, like, not one person has, like, asked me that, it yeah. doesn't come into your day-to-day life, like, mm-hmm. you should just feel, like, accomplished in having been through that experience, and, like, come away with a degree like regardless of what you got like yeah that's so true but now that i'm done i don't like, think na- oh that one assignment i think oh i have my i, I have my qualification and yeah. i'm happy with it exactly yeah. and it's yeah. like my whole life depends on this one thing and when you step outside the box and like now i'm finished mm. it's like why was i so worried like, <laughs> like, literally why like and that's the same with um like year 12 marks or yeah like finally marked no one literally has asked me what I thought, oh, yeah. what I did. And the people who do ask are worth it. Like, I, 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 I meeting people and they're like, so like, how is high school? I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving, I'm leaving. I'm like, and now, like, especially, like, maybe in first year, that's a talking point for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, what, yeah. when did you go to school and, like, what subjects that's and stuff? Right. That's how you spot a first year. Because they go, like, oh, where did you go to high school? And you're like, okay. But I think now that, like, we're in third year and you guys finish, like, and you get, Yeah, it was easy. <laughs> I don't know. How did Emma go and start? Um, I think 
I was okay with balancing it because um, I worked in a casual position. So basically my boss would text me each week which days I could work and I would choose only the days I could work. So I thought that like um, being flexible was like a pretty big positive point for like working. And I feel like it was okay so far. Like during the busier periods, like exam season, I would only work like one day. And like during less busy periods, I'd work like two or three days. So I think it's been pretty okay with me so far. Yeah. Do anyone face like a like a FOMO? Like not a FOMO. I don't know. Like when you're working, you feel like you should be studying, and when you're studying, you feel like you should be working. Yeah. Yeah. Did and it's all to do with like the comparison. Like what is everyone else doing? (laughs) I'm sitting here editing videos of myself, and everyone else is probably studying. But like. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the hardest thing I found. Me too. But like I like the prioritizing and managing my time thing. Like I've grown up doing a lot and being really busy, so that wasn't hard for me. It was just the whole like, kind of FOMO but not FOMO. Like what is everyone else doing? Mm. Sort of thing that is the hardest. But you've just got to like, kind of what we said before. Like own your decisions. Like know what your priorities are. Like if you're gonna sit down for an hour and do something other than studying or like work one day, like that's fine. Yeah. But because of the nature of my work, there were a lot of hours both teaching and outside of teaching. So I might have spent 12, 13 hours on the weekend tutoring, but then I'd come home and on like a Monday and my student has an assignment the next day and I'd, I'd be staying up um, through the night to, to kind yeah. of like help them out. Um, or like I have to do so much marking. So um, it, it was the hours outside of work that bothered me. And, and that's the kind of... Uh, struggle when you um, like when it comes to balancing because if you're working a job where you don't have to think about work outside of your work hours then I feel like you just kind of set them aside and then you you forget about it that's how you kind of balance it but for me I wasn't able to do that and that's when Mm -hmm. it kind of leaked in it's like oh like I have this time tomorrow but I need to do this for for my student Um, yeah yeah, it, it all kind of came to a point where I was like I can't like some things I can do some things I can't do I just have to tell them like I'm not available this week yeah. yeah, I can't help you outside of the hour that I'm with you. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. I think what Irma said about casual work is so true. I think it's really optimum to have a casual job because you can say when you can come in and you can set your own hours, which I think it makes it a lot easier to have that balance, for sure. You're, they're the ones asking you to come in. You have every right in the world to say, I can't do it. And if they fire you, there's plenty of other yeah. jobs. Yeah, and it's not your job to like, run their business. It's not your job to find staff or be the staff member that's like fulfilled. Like, if you can't, like, that's their job to staff themselves. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, top a tip, let's just go around and we'll start with Sam and just like one tip that you would say to a, a first year or someone, anyone starting uni next week or in a couple of weeks. Um, I'll do a social life tip. Yeah. I'll say, um, Go in there with an open mind, but also don't be too hard on yourself if it takes a while to find people that you really gel with. Okay, Uma. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like self-learning for me was quite important in uni, and I think like most of the course content, it wasn't taught like fully by the lecturers, at least the ones that I had, so I think like self-learning was pretty... Yeah, like be ready to teach yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, for academics, don't rush. I have a lot of um, friends who dived into it and they were, they, they were really rushed when it came to like uni and school but um, if you just take a little bit of time to like slow down and think about things a bit clearer you'll do a lot better yeah I, uh, 
so hard. Um, it's very general. I have to say, like, make the most of it. Mm. Like, it goes so quickly. Mm. Like, I look back and I'm like, where did three years go? That's so true. Like, you just yeah. have to, like, make the most of it. Like, realise that you're never probably going to be studying something that you probably love a lot. Like, well, you're never going to with, be... With people that, like... Yeah, I don't know. You're never going to have that experience again. It's quite a unique experience. Mm. So then again, like, literally go so quickly. Yeah. So, yeah. And just on that, this is not my tip, but on that, I, just, I always think, like, while, you know, studying is, like, an option at any age, like, you yeah. can go back to uni and stuff, like, this age of, like, being in your late teens and, like, early 20s and stuff, you're never going to get that age back in your life. Yeah. Whether you're, so if you're spending it at uni, like, yeah, make the most of it. Make the most of it. Yeah. And my tip would be just in general, you don't have to do it all in your first day, first year. Okay. <laughs> you don't need to be like a CEO and yeah. run a company and like have a billion friends and be getting like high distinctions. You, that's unrealistic and you can't do it all. Um, and that's exaggerated, but I was someone who like just felt so much pressure to be doing everything and anything and like mm. getting involved in everything. And I felt like I was missing out if I wasn't and you don't have to do it all. And just be comfortable in what you pick. And it's so easy to say, as you were saying before, because <laughs> I say that now after two years, but it was really hard. But yeah, just be open to that. Thank you guys so much. We're going to play a fun game now. Um, so we'll just the camera on. So we have two teams. Maybe we'll just do Sam and Uma and Victor and Holly. Sure. So, one, go. Wait, I have five colours. <laughs> this is so hard. Okay, ditch your colour, ditch your colour. Just ditch one colour. I also have five. What colour are you ditching? Let me just read. Green. <laughs> I swear oh, I counted. Ten seconds left. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Four, three, two, one. Okay, stop. No! Okay, so the sorting... Okay, Victor has clearly won. I'm sorry. <laughs> The sorting okay, is mediocre. Okay, wait. You didn't. Yeah. The sorting is mediocre. Like Victor's got one wrong there and one wrong Too there. Wrong. Sam What's got it? one wrong. Oh no! But see, my reds are good. I, that be... uh, overall, I think Victor's won because he's. <laughs> so easy. So team Victor and Holly have won. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So they won oh, yeah. one round. So if you just put all the skills back as well, and then we'll do Uma versus Holly, and then if. You guys win again, then you've won. Yeah. Otherwise, we might have a tie. Tiebreaker. <laughs> so, win home. Like one will just be left in the box. Oh, no. oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Wait, so. Which side Okay. So, Victor, you do the countdown yeah. since you're timing. <laughs> Ready. Well, Sam decided to ditch oh, the red. That's a big prank play. I didn't even count for the least colors. How long do we have left? We have eight seconds. Seven, six, five. I can't do anymore. Four, oh! three, oh! two, oh one. Oh my gosh! Oh. We win, right? That was so good. That was a perfect. That was perfect. That was perfect. It wasn't great. Victor just lost with the same. Oh no, he still beat me. It's not rigged. Well, I'm sorry, <laughs> Team Uma and Sam. <laughs>
I'm really upset. Yeah. Okay, so I've lost that. By a sliding door. That's perfect. Oh my god. That looks so good. Okay, you can eat them if you feel. Yeah. If you feel that. Yeah. If you feel that. Well, you feel. But thank you all so much. No worries for being on the panel. Thank you for inviting us. No, and thank you everyone for watching. <laughs>